buying bread just isn't romantic. This is Mega Maker episode 59. All right, folks, thanks for coming back to the Mega Maker Show. Uh, shout outs to some folks that reached out after the last episode. Chad Flynn got me on Twitter, the letter M, the letter I, Justin, or you can just tweet at Mega Maker. He says, can you please do more podcast episodes? Well, Chad, that tweet was actually what got me to create today's episode. So thank you for that motivation. Also heard from lots of people. Michael was out walking his dog in Australia and was listening. Darian Rosebrook was listening. Get me on Twitter. If you are listening to this podcast right now, just take out your phone. You can keep the earbuds in, you know, keep the earbuds in, take out your phone, open up Twitter and send me a tweet. And I might read it on the air, or it just might encourage me to do another episode. You never know. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about motivation. And to do that, we are going to go to Safeway. You see, normally, when I'm in Safeway, I'm looking for the best price on bread. Uh, I've got four kids. There's a lot of mouths to feed. Uh, We don't have a Costco close by. And so Safeway is just the closest grocery store. And it's just, it's kind of like one of those things, you just got to do it, right? But it's funny when you're in a grocery store, you know, you'll do a lot of work sometimes to save a few bucks. You know, if cereal's on sale, I'll buy it because I'll save a few bucks. But something happened a few weeks ago, and it made me think about, you know, any of us that are entrepreneurs or solopreneurs or freelancers, we're we're trying to convince people to do things. And I had this thought while I was in Safeway that made me realize that sometimes we're targeting the wrong kind of people or sometimes there's something wrong with what we're offering. So let me explain. A couple of weeks ago was Valentine's Day. And I found myself, along with many other men, there was probably 20 other men, all in Safeway. Same store where I normally buy bread and cereal, all that stuff. But we're in the floral section. They've got a special florist shop inside my Safeway filled with all sorts of uh, you know flowers and things for Valentine's Day. And... My mindset in that floral shop is completely different than my mindset when I'm buying bread or cereal. I am being motivated by a very strong romantic emotion. I am not even looking at prices. I just want to find the most beautiful, impressive bouquet I can that will help communicate my affection for my partner. And as I'm going through there, I ended up buying a a bouquet of flowers, and I think they're about 35 bucks. And actually, my son was with me, and he's like, Dad, that's a lot of money to spend at Safeway on one thing. You know, we're we're used to, you know, even like a, a big thing of chicken is like 20 bucks or something. And he's noticed, he's like, what are you doing? You're spending all our money on flowers for mom? And 
you know, I brought the flowers home. This is the night before Valentine's, actually. Brought the flowers home, got them set up on the table. Uh, my wife comes in. She loves them. Uh, she remembers, oh, it is Valentine's Day tomorrow. It's, you know, it's, it achieves what I set out to do. Okay, next day. Next day is really Valentine's Day. And, you know, I'm on my lunch break, and I'm thinking, ah, you know, I should do something for Lorinda during the day, too, as a, a little surprise. And so I go back to Safeway and find a little um, potted bouquet that I could bring to her office, you know, something for the office. And then I also go and get her favorite uh, drink at Starbucks, which is also in Safeway. And so between those two things, I probably spent another... I don't know, $25 or something like that. So what are we up to? 30 plus 20 is 50 plus another 10 is 60. I've spent $60. And normally I'm, I'm in this place and I'm trying to uh, save five bucks. Motivation changes everything. How motivated is your customer? Now, when it comes to flowers on Valentine's Day, there's a lot of people that are highly motivated to get the perfect bouquet, and they will do whatever it takes. They might even go to three or four stores just to get the perfect bouquet for the one they love. Now, will they do that for uh, a loaf of bread? Maybe. I mean, if it's gluten-free bread and they don't have glutino, in stock, that's the bread I eat. If you're gluten-free, glutino, that's the best gluten-free bread I've found. You know, if they don't have glutino in, in stock, I'm pretty motivated to get that because I, I like bread and I want to be able to eat it. And so I might go to another store. But if it's just normal bread for the kids, no way. I'm just buying the $3, $4 loaf and I'm not going to go to another store for that. The difference is really the emotion behind the purchase. And this principle also applies to selling software, selling freelance services, whatever you are selling. You know, I see a lot of software developers in particular selling apps to unmotivated customers. If you're tugging, pulling, and begging people to try your product, you have a motivation problem. And the smartest founders look for people already in motion who are highly motivated to find a solution for an obstacle in their life. A good example of this is Stripe. You know, getting a merchant account used to be hard. You would have to fill out lengthy forms, fax them in, get background checks, and pay these really high application fees. But the crazy thing is people were doing it. That's how motivated they were to get a store online. I need to accept credit cards. I will go through all of this garbage just to get that, you know, that, on, that uh, shopping cart online. But the the Collison brothers, who are now, I think, the youngest, richest people in the world, noticed this motivation, and they formed Stripe.com and made it super easy to accept credit cards online. You can literally sign up for an account in 30 seconds. They targeted a highly motivated group and made it easier for them to get what they wanted. It kind of plays out like this. Before, I really want to get this store online. Ah, damn it, I need to fill out this 40-page document. I gotta wait six weeks to get this back? Ah, ah. You know, the frustration. Now, I really want to get this store online. Oh, sweet. All I need to do is sign up for Stripe, and 30 seconds later, I'm accepting credit cards. The customer is still highly motivated, but Stripe has just made it easier 
for them to make progress. So what affects customer motivation? Here are a few factors to keep in mind. Number one, societal context. I don't know if any of you are old enough to remember iFilm.com, but iFilm launched in 1997 when most consumers were still using dial-up. I think the 56K modem came out in 97. So they were first. I mean, they should have won. They should be, instead of YouTube.com, it should be iFilm.com. But the difference is that YouTube started in 2005, right when broadband was exploding. So over the next year, I think, uh, 2005 to 2006, internet, high-speed internet grew by like 40% in North America. The time was right. The societal context was right for online video, which means YouTube succeeded and iFilm failed. The next thing you have to keep in mind is personal context. As we go through different phases of life, our motivation changes. Uh, There's this great textbook online. I'll link to it in the show notes. And the authors observe that when you were a child, the last thing you probably wanted as a gift was clothing. But as you became a teen, cool clothes probably became a bigger priority. Your context changes and your motivation to acquire clothes also changed. And the third thing I'll mention is reference groups. If all of your peers are in Snapchat, you'll be motivated to be there too. I'm not sure if any of you have seen Vero, V-E-R-O. It's this new social network and it's kind of everywhere right now. A lot of people are jumping on it and posting about it. It's just another place to post updates like Facebook or Twitter. It actually reminds me a lot of Tumblr, but... My reference group is moving to Vero, and so I'm motivated to be there too. And so, you know, if everyone leaves for Snapchat for Instagram, you'll likely follow. We tend to mirror the people we identify with. And it's also true in business. Notice how many startups moved their blogs to medium.com or have started using live chat with intercom or whatever on their website. Uh, we, we, are, we move in packs. We're always like looking at what other folks we respect are doing and trying to copy them. Now, the timing is crucial for all of this. You don't want to offer a product too early and you don't want to be too late I think it's usually best to be a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of catching people's motivation right when they're thinking about it. So how do you find motivated customers? Well, the biggest thing is to look for people in motion. Uh, It's really, really hard to convince somebody who has never thought about, you know, uh, finding that particular solution or just doesn't really care. And we spend uh, way too much time trying to convince people who don't care. Look for people in motion. So are they searching for answers for this on Google? Are they asking for recommendations in Slack? Are they sharing hacks and workarounds in private chats? Are they hiring contractors and employees to get this task done? And are they willing to jump through hoops, you know, just like accepting credit cards, just to make the progress they desire? Don't waste your time trying to convince unmotivated customers. Instead, focus on folks who have a strong inward urge to get what they want. Today's episode was based on something I sent to my newsletter, justinjackson.ca slash newsletter. You can also find it on my blog now, justinjackson.ca slash motivation. 
That music you're hearing right now is striker-metal.com, and this podcast is hosted, not toasted, on a brand new host called Transistor.fm. You can go there and sign up for early access. Also, it's February 26th today, and there's only two days left to get a good deal on tinymarketingwins.com. Go to Tiny Marketing Wins. Click the register button and sign up for lifetime access. You pay once, you get access to these marketing tactics forever, and then use the code RELAUNCH, all lowercase, for $50 off. That's only available for another two days, so jump on it now. If you've been thinking, man, I got to get on this marketing thing, I got I to gotta get some tactics, I got to have a video tutorial and someone to explain it to me, Tiny Marketing Wins is the place to do that, tinymarketingwins.com. See you folks later.